Freaks. It's Friday, August 18th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, addicted to pony play. Plus, a racist white dude gets scammed by an African. A white African. A sovereign citizen claims she doesn't need a driver's license, but does need a lot of cocaine. And the penis rejuvenation experiments of a billionaire. Cuisinart, I'd make quiche in the morning, gazpacho in the evening, veal marsala at night. I'd process carrots, I'd slice roast beef real thin. I'd make such meals so good, my cooking would be famous all over this town. in the evening I'd snorted at night I'd snorted with strangers or even with lawyers I'd snorted till my nose got flat I'd get an operation so I could snort it some more do, 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 do. now I've got a Halston a cuisine art and I've got so much cocaine it's all over this town I'm too fat for my Halston the cuisine art's broken the cocaine is shit no good it's cut with rat poison my friends all hate me and they think that I'm a creep now they never call me up or invite me to parties my name is Mud all over this town. It's over for me in this town. you for the Friday edition of Distorted View Daily, ending what I think has been a really great week of shows. I mean, think about it. We played Brotherly Incest from OnlyFans, a dude jerking off to huge cocked female Pokemon. Not to mention, we covered Mead Skelton's insane jealousy towards another Virginian musical artist who's like finding success, you know. Me just being insufferable and bitter. Love that. Yesterday's uh, Sideshow exclusive episode was completely bananas. We featured diabetes humiliation fetish content, a TikTok howdy doody looking puppet bitch accidentally blowing snot rockets out of her nose, bird altars, lizard people, a dude who gets off on pissing in his house. And when I say that, I don't mean like he likes to go to the bathroom in the comfort of his own home. No, he pisses on his furniture and carpeting and refrigerators and plants and stuff. It truly was an epic show. If you're not yet a member, sign up right now so you don't miss a thing. Superfreaksideshow.com. All right. Today, we kick things off with a Distorted View update. A couple of days ago, uh, we featured Taryn Manning in a video that she posted online. Now, for those of you that don't know, Taryn Manning is an actress that appeared in Orange is the New Black 
And that's pretty much it. Until, of course, this most recent video, which I think is just fantastic. The man that I've been messing with is a married man, and, and every night, well, for about three nights in a row, or even maybe there's a night in between, I was licking his butthole. Yeah, the butthole confessional. Because he liked it. And I didn't mind doing it. Does that, does that bother? Does, is that weird? Yeah. And that is what demons do. Again, I'm not quite sure if she's good or evil. She's licking butt, which is good. She's also comparing herself to demons, right? So, I, we drove all the way down to Newport Beach today so I could buy him a boat. It really is a man's world. He got you to lick his asshole repeatedly and then turn around and buy him a boat? That must have been some finger-licking shitter he had. Actually, that dude uh, was married. That's really the main issue that Taryn was expressing in the video. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but basically the wife found out that she was eating this dude's butthole and, you know, buying him a boat, and she did not like that. In the subsequent days after posting this video, I guess Taryn maybe came down off of something she was on, or she just came to her senses and she deleted her video, but it's way too late because there's like just tons of copies, right? You go on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, it's all over the place. If I were her at this point, I would just leave it up on her account. Why give someone else the views? You know, monetize this shit. But okay, she's embarrassed by what happened, and she has since released a statement. You know where I first heard about this? Entertainment Tonight. Oh yeah, they're covering this story. They've got full team coverage. Uh, Taryn writes, Over the past few days, I've had some time to reflect on the situation I've been dealing with. I was deeply hurt and handled things on a public platform when I should have just dealt with them quietly with the support of my close friends and family. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable talking to my parents about eating butthole, but okay. Maybe she has a different type of relationship with her family. I felt a lot of guilt after exposing everything and thought maybe the best resolution of the situation would be to say I lied about it all, but that's not the truth. <laughs> I started a relationship with somebody who was married who told me he would leave his wife. Isn't that how it always goes? Next thing you know, his legs are wrapped around your neck. You got your tongue buried in a shit box and you're buying him a boat. We've all been there, honey. The statement goes on. It says, I pride myself on being an ethical and kind person. I know what I did was wrong, but the heart makes you do crazy things, yada, yada, yada. She now asks for privacy so she can heal and mend her heart. Get checked out for hepatitis, too, just in case. That's really what you should be doing during your downtime here. There you go. Just a little closure for the Tara Manning saga we have featured on this podcast. Let's move on now. You know, I've been keeping very close tabs on TLC's new season of My Strange Addiction. We've had people addicted to urine, addicted to big tits, the smell of tuna fish juice. I don't think we featured the big tit lady, but I thought that was kind of boring. She says she's addicted to having big tits, but I think it's more like she's addicted to cosmetic surgery, which we've, you know, we feature that type of stuff on on the podcast before. Anyway, I have a more interesting character to introduce you to today, Nicole. My name is Nicole. I'm 31 years old and I'm addicted to pony play. Okay, it's another subject we've covered extensively here on the podcast over the years, but this is just so much more fun than a, a woman with big tits. There are a lot of women with big tits out there. This woman gets off being a horse. Take a look at the chapter artwork. You can see that she even uh, dresses up kind of like a horse. She's got horse ears uh, and uh, 
a face paint on, along with her bridle and saddle. Okay, quick trot, quick trot. Good pony. Oh, that's a Yes. She even makes the pony noises. I mean, it's not a very good imitation of a horse, but she's trying. I don't know who this guy is, by the way. I mean, he's obviously into this, too. Yes. Pony play is a form of costumed role play. You become an animal mentally and act accordingly. Is it just me or is my strange addiction kind of straying from their initial concept? They're playing pretty fast and loose with the term addiction here. The the tuna can juice thing from earlier in the season, that was good. That's an addiction. Addicted to sniffing tuna fish juice. I don't know if sexual cosplay is an addiction. Drafter is my pony play character. (laughs) Drafter is a very hardworking horse and really enjoys praise and treats. She must have did some real good trotting today because she's being fed a celery stalk. I'm trying to figure out where the conflict in this story is going to come from. I mean, something's got to happen, right? She either uh, wants to tell her friends like they don't know that she's in a pony play or her family doesn't like she's into pony play. Being a pony is is amazing. For me, this is probably the biggest source of happiness in my life. Thank God she's built like a horse. That really worked out for her. That's not her, by the way. That's a real horse. It is definitely odd to see my daughter dressed up as a horse. That's Vicky, Nicole's mom. She realizes she fucked up as a parent somewhere down the road there. If a person wants to dress up like an animal, that is weird. How does Nicole respond to Vicky's criticism? (laughs) That's an emphatic nay. So, yes, uh, Nicole does have a pony trainer. And in this uh, scene, she's standing in, a, I don't know, a stall uh, with, a, with another horse. But uh, she's the one being groomed, not the not the real horse. Grooming is definitely one of my favorite things to have done. And then when you're done with grooming, you do whatever training you're going to do, teaching different things. So pulling a cart is a labor of love. Even though there's a lot of different things that I like in pony play, carting is definitely my favorite. Lady, you could have a career as a rickshaw operator. Get paid to do something you love, you know? You could probably even stay dressed up like the horse, you know? According to the text on the screen, Nicole has been addicted to pony play for more than five years, and she's spent thousands of dollars to make her costumes authentic. She looks nothing like a real horse, by the way. Money well spent, Nicole. Speaking of spending money, Nicole finds herself in a store where horse goods are sold. She's looking for some new headpiece or something. It's a totally staged scenario with the employees looking all confused. Like, what's this woman doing? Why is she holding this stuff for horses up to her head like she's going to wear it? Meanwhile, there's an entire production crew in the store. Cameras, microphones. All the employees know exactly why they're there. This was all agreed and approved upon. So when the employee looks shocked, I don't believe it for a second. What can I help you find today? I was looking for a long shank, mullen mouth style western bit. How big is the horse's mouth, do you know? About this size. She points to her own mouth. I'm doing uh, something called pony play, and I'm looking for a authentic prop that I can use that will be play with quality. Okay, so I'm going to look for 
a mullen mouth per bit that is going to fit you. Correct. If you go to distortedview.com or superfreaksideshow.com, you'll see an animated gif of this woman in her pony gear playing in hay, just rolling around. I could not imagine life without pony play in it. I love my addiction to pony play more than flies love crap. <laughs> As I suspected, a big portion of this episode is uh, this woman um, confessing to her family members, letting them know she's into pony play. Now, her mom already knows, uh, but she's going to confess to her aunt Val. How she's choosing to do this is by dressing up like the horse and showing up in front of Val. That would be like if I came out to my mom by blowing a guy in front of her. Surprise, mom. I've got some news for you. Something to learn about me. Well, Val's outside on the back porch or whatever. And she's getting an eyeful right now of a horse. Wow. When Nicole came around the corner, I was thinking, holy cow. Holy horse. I thought it looked pretty ridiculous. Yes, authorities, I would like to report a pony play hate crime. You know, I'm into role play. This is basically just the next step in the evolution for me. I want to know what her final form will take shape as. Surgically constructing a horse tail, maybe? I just wanted you to be aware that this is kind of what I do and it's part of my life. My niece is a freak. So now what? I say a different gait. Spanish fork, which is a high step. She's got the bit in her mouth, so she's having trouble talking. She said, I'll show you the different gates. Uh, the Spanish walk, which is a, a high step. A high step, like this. Um, there's also a trot, which is trot. basically just... Val just looks uncomfortable. In the end, she's just like, whatever makes you happy. You're not my kid. Do whatever the hell you want. I know you beat to your own drum, you know. So do what you do. Another goddamn enabler. Meanwhile, Nicole's mother has had enough. She's like, you're going to see a professional. I still have some concerns about pony play. I want to see the best for Nicole. I'm not sure that this is it. I worry that this could come back and haunt you. I just want you to look at the whole picture. I wonder if... You might think about um, Therapy. speaking with a therapist. <laughs> Shockingly, uh, Nicole agrees to it. And I don't think the mom's going to be too happy with how it all turned out. The therapist was like, ooh, that's cool. This might be something I'm interested in. No, the therapist uh, is not that interested, but she is curious. Nicole basically tells her, look, this isn't a sex thing for me. I just uh, enjoy doing it. And the therapist says, look, if you're okay with people not being okay with it, then uh, you're all good. I guess the question is, can I accept the fact that some people are not going to be okay with this? I bet you the mom is pissed she paid for that therapy session. You're supposed to tell her to stop doing it. The therapist is yet another enabler. In the end, again, I, I just have to point out, uh, this is supposed to be an episode of My Strange Addiction. But to me, it seems like uh, one of those Barcroft YouTube videos, you know, where they just feature freaks of nature and shit. I don't like the direction my strange addiction is going. Fix it, TLC. You were on the right track with the tuna fish juice sniffing dude. More of that, please. All right, uh, let's move on. To introduce this next bit, we've ha we have to talk about uh, South Africa and, and what's happening there. And I'm just, I'm not very smart. So I'm just going to turn to Wikipedia. So 
we can sort of get some backstory here and move on. There's been, I guess, a lot of attacks in South Africa. There's a conspiracy theory that there's a white genocide going on. Black people slaughtering white people, uh, specifically farmers. They're called the South African farm attacks. Good name for it. Very descriptive. Thank you. The conspiracy theory part is that, at least according to Wikipedia uh, you know, and the mainstream media, this is not just an attack on white people. Both black farmers and white farmers are being attacked and robbed. Reading directly from Wikipedia, South African farm attacks are violent crimes, including murder, assault, and robbery that take place on farms in South Africa. The attacks target both white and black farmers. The term has no formal legal definition, but such attacks have been the subject of discussion by media and public figures in South Africa and abroad. Which brings us to the clip I have for you today. We've got a white guy here from the United States who's just trying to help his white brother in South Africa. Not his real brother, just he's trying to help white people in South Africa, I guess. He's going to sponsor a family. That's his plan. In the process of, of sponsoring a family that is fleeing South Africa due to the uh, white genocide. I am not going to let a white group of people suffer and not help them because I've been bullied into not giving a shit. That ain't me. Wrong dude. Don't care. All right. So this guy believes the white genocide theory. He literally said the words white genocide. So that's what he believes. All right. So he's going to sponsor a white family. He's going to pay for them to come here to the United States. These people want to be Americans. They don't want to be South Africans anymore because that country was given over the minute that fucking cocksucking communist Mandela was let out of prison. They're going to live in my house and I'm going to fucking feed him and take care of him. Wow. Again, this is a guy who puts uh, his money where his mouth is. He paid for the entire family to come over to the United States. He clothed them. He's feeding them. They've got a place to stay. He's offering up his house. Uh, well, that was a few, I don't know, months ago or something. Let's <laughs> let's see how it's all uh, working out for him. Uh, suffice to say that I got involved in the, uh, the uh, abuse of the minority white race in South Africa a couple of years ago. Got heavily involved. Ultimately ended up... Uh, um, sponsoring a family of four. Okay. The tone of this video is a little different, isn't it? In that first clip, he was all fired up. I'm not going to sit here and stand on by as a white genocide goes on in South Africa. I'm going to do something about it. And now he's like, uh, well, I I got involved. <laughs> got involved. I got I got involved. Sponsoring a family of four. And... Uh, help facilitate them from africa obviously it, it turned out bad hmm, okay how so i want details they, they they did play me and they admit in fact that was one of the things they said was they're bragging about how they played me like a uh, a sport game <laughs> they're like posting on social media we really duped this southern redneck rube we drained him of all of his food clothing money and then, you know, when he had nothing left, we went home. It was a nice vacation for us. I spent over $30,000 in 11 months in, in money and <laughs> fed and clothed them. What have we learned? Even members of your own race can be shitheads. Fed and clothed them. So I might be stupid enough to have fallen for that because I thought with my heart instead of my head. You were. You're, you're dumb. You know what? It, they cost me a lot of money when they were here. Suck and parasite and use people and then when they're done they just fucking you know go on to the next fucking victim when they talk to me 
He's like, hey, we're a good family. We own a business and we're hardworking. They lied to you and you didn't see through it because you're stupid. You saw what you wanted to believe. You were hell bent on believing the fact that, you know, white people are dying. Black people are slaughtering whites and you got to do something about it. You got to help them. And people and, you know, when we when, when we get to America, you know, uh, we, we, the way we'll pay the rent will be we'll work for you guys. You know, all right. Uh, if anything, we had to work 10 times as hard just to fucking take care of these people. I mean, in 11 months, I got my grass cut three times. One time ended up being in a huge argument. Everything fucking free. Lay around, watch TV, and watch fucking movies for 11 months and fucking chain smoke cigarettes. That's where the video ends. I know I have some South African listeners. Care to call into the voicemail line and give us the real story? What's going on? Is there a white genocide? Are you a part of it? Are you killing white people? Confess your crimes. Call into the voicemail line. All right, I got one more clip to share with you before we get into the news. It's a sovereign citizen. What a way to end the week, right? Uh, this lady was pulled over for doing 52 in a 35 mile per hour zone. She does not have a driver's license because she don't need one. And she is going to fight this officer every step of the way. Now, to be fair, I don't know. Maybe she does have a driver's license. She's saying that she doesn't need a driver's license. Did you hear what I said? You need to get a supervisor on here right now. No, you need to step out the vehicle right now. Young lady, right step now. out the vehicle. Right. Step out the vehicle. Last time I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask, and then I'm going to make you move. step out the vehicle. You're going to get me a supervisor out here right now. No, you're going to step out the vehicle right now. You are going to get me a supervisor out here right now. That's there she is, calling the shots. Fine. I know my right. What right is that? I, I do not have to have her driver's license to drive a car. I am not, this is not a commercial vehicle. Okay. And I'm not a person. I am a free inhabitant. Or whatever the fuck bullshit they say. What is your name and badge number? I already told you my name. It's Officer Banks. I didn't. And I, what is your badge number? It's Officer Banks. Are you failing to to? Are you failing to give me your driver's license? I don't have to give you a driver's license to drive a car. Yeah, she spouts off all of the sovereign citizen talking points. Okay. I'm not driving. I'm traveling. You see, there's a difference. Okay. <laughs> I have all the laws back here. Okay. So you're not going to give me a driver's license? I'm not going to give you a driver's license. I don't have to give you a driver's license. Okay. I'm, I'm traveling. I don't I, I don't have to have a driver's license to drive a vehicle. She seems pretty confident with that answer of hers. It's just around that time that the supervisor arrives. Finally. Obviously, the supervisor is going to see it her way, right? So, you do need a license to drive a vehicle. Okay, now that that's been confirmed with the supervisor, let's see how she responds. And you do have to identify yourself to these officers. I, I do not have to have the license to drive a vehicle. Yes, you do. I do not. I bet you she's going to ask for the supervisor, supervisor. We're going to go all the way up the chain of command here tonight. You're in the state it of Florida. It doesn't matter in what state It I'm does in. matter. I'm in the U.S. Of course, Florida. Speed Turn the vehicle off and get out of the car. Out of the car now. Undo the seatbelt. Turn the vehicle off. Turn it off now. She eventually gets out of the car, something she said she was never going to do, and is promptly handcuffed. Turn off face Turn around. I do not have to have a driver's license to drive a vehicle. Yes, you do. No, I do not. Well, then you can tell that to the judge if you end up going to jail. I do not have to have a driver's license to drive a vehicle. I have all the laws right there. I don't care what. I she keeps saying that as she's being handcuffed. At some point, um, you have to realize the information you have is wrong. I know you've got some piece of paper in the back seat of your car, but it's uh, erroneous. I need to call. Have a seat. I need to call, to call somebody. Anybody. Yes, no. I do. 
You call somebody from Santa Rosa County Jail. Excuse me? You call somebody from Santa Rosa County Jail. You're under arrest. (laughs) Oh, that was a satisfying door slam. Well, a few minutes later, we check back in with her. Has she calmed down yet? But you must have a driver's license I've, to operate a motor vehicle. And I've if I find out that cops. you, if you find, if I find out that you are not giving us the right information I, to identify I've you, the right information. Why would you, I do that? I'm, I'm trying to use my rights as a legal citizen. Why, why would, I would do you that? do that? Well, you would do that because you don't have a valid driver's license. I don't have a valid driver's license. I don't have to have a valid driver's license. You do. No, I do not. Okay. I do not. Then we'll let the judge determine that. I love the very next thing that she says here. You can't arrest me. I haven't done anything wrong. Lady, look where you're at. And look where you begin. The first, the very first thing you said is you can't stop me. Well, he stopped you. And you stopped. And then you said you weren't going to get out of your car. You're now in the backseat of a police cruiser. Everything you say turns out to not be true. You're really going to stick with the, you can't arrest me. Guess what's going to happen next? Can I at least lock my car? We will make sure it is secure. What are you going to do with my car? Probably tow it. Why? Because you are driving without a license. I think you know what she's going to say next, right? I don't have to have a license. She screams as her car is towed because she doesn't have a license. It's a very, like, circular argument thing here. You can say it as much as you want. It doesn't mean it's true. Lady, you've been misinformed. Eventually, what happens, and this happens in a lot of these cases... The person being arrested wants to bargain. Oh, they've seen the error in their ways. Sergeant Turner, please just let me go home. No. Why? Because you do not have a valid driver's license and you have done nothing but give my officers a hard time during this entire ordeal. I have to tell you that I have rights. Not only rights, but deeply held beliefs. She is refusing to budge. She knows she doesn't need to have a driver's license. She knows she's a free inhabitant. Nothing you say is going to change that. Okay, I'll, I'll never drive again. Okay, she's willing to budge a little, I guess. Yes, you will. Because you believe you don't have to have a license. I'll go get a driver's license tomorrow. Oh, never mind. Now she's starting to see things our way. She goes back and forth on this. You know, when she realizes that she's not getting out of it, then she then she starts to dig her heels back in. I do in. not have to have a driver's license to drive a vehicle. I suppose you don't have to have a registration either. No. Your tags expired. His point is, look, at some point, even though you're a, a sovereign citizen, you did get tags for your car. You registered the vehicle. Because if I rode around without any tag, that would just be asking you for trouble. So instead, you're okay just riding around with an illegal expired tag. It's not illegal. So we're back to that defense. Nothing I did is illegal. Well, we're not at the end of the video yet. What's I have a- to do whatever I have, run through these hoops that y'all put us through just to get by. You mean these? Yes. Where's the gun in the car? <laughs> Things are going from bad to worse for this lady. There's a gun in the car? She didn't mention that. Well, she's not going to offer up any information. A gun? Yeah, yeah, act confused. Gun? What? There's no gun in that car. There seems to be ammo. The gun's in the pawn shop. When did you pawn it? Tomorrow? Two months ago. So why are you still just carrying around 
ammo. I didn't know that ammo was in there. Now, this is Florida, so, like, everyone has a gun in their car. I'm pretty sure it's not illegal. The officer, though, wants to find the gun, so he starts looking through the car. Doesn't find the gun, but does find a baggie of uh, something. That something later turns out to be a bunch of cocaine. Give me your full name. Give me your full name. I don't have to. Like, the police officer's not playing around anymore. His voice sounds different. You know, she still thinks this is about the ammo and the gun. Look at me. Give me your full name. For some reason, that's redacted. Drugs inside the vehicle. You're under, under arrest now for possession of felony narcotics. What do you have to say to that? I didn't give y'all permission to search my vehicle either. That is not a winning defense, lady. Your vehicle's being towed. We're inventorying it. We're not searching it. Yes, you are. I'm kind of with her here. They were totally searching the car. This interaction is so crazy. It's 20 minutes long, and the police officer really does engage with her and, and talks with her, but kind of fights with her like the entire time. I have the laws in that car. That's why I ride around with them. Why? To I educate, have the book of the Constitution To, to educate people like me? I don't think that you're interested in learning anything. I, I don't think, think you're you, very stubborn. I don't think you know anything about me to even get to make that comment. What? Like, what is this even accomplishing? Nothing. In my opinion. Just take her to jail. Is that? So it looks like uh, felony-wise, uh, she was charged with possession of cocaine. Misdemeanors include DUI, influence of alcohol or drugs, and operating a motor vehicle without a valid license. Another sovereign citizen, even though they know all of the laws, they seem to lose a lot when it comes to defending themselves and not going to jail and stuff. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. If you're not yet a Sideshow member, it's a great time to sign up. Membership's only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. This week was no different. Tuesday and Thursday we did Sideshow exclusive episodes. Catch them both right now. Sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. For an even easier way to gain access, if you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, you can sign up right in the app. Uh, your Sideshow exclusive episodes will appear right alongside the free episodes in the feed in those apps. So it's very easy, very convenient. Sign up right now and listen to the episode uh, I just posted yesterday and was so excited about the diabetes self-humiliation porn. He actually checks his uh, blood sugar levels or glucose levels or whatever the hell it is, and it's high. And he's just like, I'm a worthless, high-sugared faggot. You know, <laughs> says stuff similar to that. It's pretty great. All right. Uh, oh, we've also got a Patreon account. If you want to help support DV, every little bit helps. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge uh, at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. All right. Now we can get into the news. First story I have for you. A racial confrontation broke out in a Louisiana casino. Apparently a white couple, man and woman, are accused of assaulting a black man at the Margaritaville Resort Casino. A video of the incident was posted online, which went viral. It had about 600,000 views as of uh, last Tuesday. The account, Tizzy Ent, said the story was that the woman got upset that a black man was sitting near her, or as she put it in the video, maybe an Arab. The black man uh, began recording a casino employee allegedly asked the victim to stop, but he refused. 
Yeah, don't tell the people who are assaulting the man to stop. Tell the black man who's recording to stop. Uh, both suspects were arrested on August 3rd. Uh, he alleges her charge was assault. She was later identified as Ashley Dyson of Louisiana. Her husband was also involved, as you'll hear in a moment. Uh, his name is William Dyson. According to the victim, uh, this woman went off on me and hit me in the face and kicked me in the back because I sat too close to her and her boyfriend, so this is how I was treated. I did absolutely nothing wrong, nor did I defend myself against them. Thanks to the uh, police and the casino for standing up for me. The victim is apparently a uh, veteran of the U.S. military, which is funny because the asshole boyfriend or husband of this white woman is wearing one of those like we the people shirts with like guns and 1776 on the back let me just play the, the clip here so we're all on the same page oh, record me. Record me. that's that's the white woman As she's saying this, her boyfriend is j like just holding her shirt, like the back of her shirt, like preventing her from walking any closer. There's so much like loud noise in the background. The, the boyfriend or husband is saying he's a fucking loser. She's well, grabbing at his phone, uh, trying to hit it from his hand. So now I just got hit. I don't think I need to play the whole thing here, but uh, I'll, I'll fast forward to the end. Stop being a little bitch, fucking nigger. Uh, I'm what? You heard me? No, say it again. No, say say the. Oh, I got you. Oh, but no, he's sitting up here calling me a nigger and everything like that. No, he's just Arabian. He did not say stop being Arabian. This was all clearly captured on film. Again, they were both arrested on August 3rd. The woman was charged with assault. All right. Second story we have for you today. You might not know the name Brian Johnson, but you're probably familiar with his work. He created Venmo, which was not too long ago sold to eBay for $800 million. So this guy is rich. He's also uh, a bit health-obsessed, and what he did for payments, he's gonna do for cock. What am I talking about? Well, Brian Johnson, the 45-year-old tech bro known for his obsessive anti-aging regimen, revealed this week that he has started penis rejuvenation therapy. So I, this isn't so much about, like, making your cock bigger or girthier or longer. It's just about turning back the hands of time, giving your penis a more youthful look. That's something I didn't know my cock needed. First of all, balls always look old. Those wrinkly walnut sacks. So there's not much you can do for that. Maybe Botox injections? I don't know. I honestly don't know what happens to the penis as it ages. Does it wrinkle like your fingers? Does it just shrivel up? Let's read on. Yes, uh, Brian has started a penis rejuvenation therapy as part of a $3.1 million per year effort to reverse his biological clock. This is what rich people do with their money. $3 million every year. Mr. Johnson, who refers to his elaborate biohacking campaign as Project Blueprint, said he will be receiving focused shockwave therapy. That sounds painful. Three times per week. I guess on his cock, to see if he notices improvement in his love life. 
Oh, so this isn't so much about how his penis looks, but how it operates. He wants to operate like an 18-year-old. You know, like high sex drive, come quick, that type of thing. The total of six treatments will cost about $1,000 to $2,000. Oh, that's not too bad. That's a very small chunk of that $3 million. Uh, evidence. Multiple randomized controlled trials showed that shockwave therapy improves erectile dysfunction, Mr. Johnson said. Oh, you already have problems getting it up. You know, there are pills for that. Uh, we are testing whether it improves total time, nighttime erections, subjective sexual performance, sexual satisfaction, and medical imaging-based penile markers, he said. Mental note, penis markers. Look into that as a business idea. You know, they're permanent markers, but they're sheathed in a penis-like shaft or casing or whatever. I don't know. It might be good for gag gifts. Thinking about getting into the novelty business. How about penis-shaped whiteout dispensers? Is that too cutesy? Look, not all of my ideas can be gold. It's the end of the week. I'm running on empty over here. In another post days earlier, Mr. Johnson detailed the baseline measurements and goals of his penis rejuvenation plan, including his ultimate target of achieving three hours and 30 minutes worth of nighttime erections. Because that's important. Why? Like many elements of Mr. Johnson's anti-aging routine, the penis rejuvenation plan drew a healthy dose of skepticism from other social media users. One user joked, quote, not even CIA black site torture could get this information out of me. The software developer said he was single and admitted that his extreme lifestyle is a bit of a complicating factor when it comes to romance. Quote, in circumstances where I've tried to date, the first thing I do is give them a list of 10 things like... Here's all the things you're going to hate about me <laughs> and all the things that are going to make me an impossible partner for you. It's a big deal, Mr. Johnson said. The tech mogul also raised eyebrows after revealing that he had temporarily enlisted his 17-year-old son as his personal blood boy. Oh, I remember this story. I don't know if we read it here on the show, but it was a contender. Yeah, he has a 17-year-old son and uh, basically takes his blood from him. Then he turns around and, um, I don't know, does some sort of plasma treatment. He eventually stopped because there were no benefits detected. You know, it's funny. There's like a picture of what this guy looks like now. And he's kind of like all tight and plasticky. But then there's like a shot of him from 2017 and he looks way better. You know, he looks more human, I guess. I don't know. Mr. Johnson's bizarre health regimen was first detailed in a Bloomberg report last January. At the time, Mr. Johnson said Project Blueprint had given him the heart of a 37-year-old, the skin of a uh, 28-year-old, and the lung capacity and fitness of an 18-year-old. Now he's looking to acquire the dick of a 15-year-old. Aren't we all? Don't take that audio out of context, please. Mr. Johnson uh, claims to have more than 100 health markers lower than chronological age. Just like, you know, the, he has the lung capacity of an 18-year-old. That's a marker. He's got 100 of those things. I don't think he has the hairline of someone under his age, quite frankly. It doesn't look right. It looks like it's thinning or not natural. You, you need to work on that marker. The Post reported in February, Mr. Johnson's former girlfriend, Taryn Southern, uh, filed a lawsuit accusing him of ending their relationship when he learned she was being treated for breast cancer. Sorry, honey, you have the tits of a corpse. I can't be with someone like that. Why not help her with, you know, with that? Make, make her tits younger. Get, get her cancer free and then reverse the, the boob aging process. Use some of that $3 million on those babies. 
That would have been the nice thing to do. Come on. All right. Uh, final story we have for you to jump. This is a very short one from my home state of Ohio over there in Toledo. By the way, this is like my nightmare. I've had nightmares like this. I think maybe a lot of us have uh, had similar dreams where like um, you're your age, right? You're your you're current age, but you realize you're back in school, like high school or something. You, or you found out that you didn't finish. You didn't you didn't actually graduate and you had to go back and take classes or something. That actually happened to one woman. The Toledo public school system recently informed a woman in Ohio she never actually graduated high school when she received her diploma back in 2007. Victoria Tatum lost the hard copy of her diploma in a natural disaster, but said she still has a blurry picture of it from the graduation ceremony. She only learned it wasn't valid after trying to apply for some college classes. She's not even, like, one credit shy. She's a half a credit shy of graduating. I mean, just give her the fucking diploma. Half, I don't even know what half a credit is. That's like a study hall. Quote, it's like a slap in the face for my mom and dad because she, uh, she worked so hard to get her kids to graduate. That was her one dying wish before she left this earth. Well, at least she thought you graduated. She died thinking that. Turns out it wasn't true. Tatum says the school claims it has no record stating she was part of any graduation uh, ceremony. They did, however, have records showing she was half a credit short from graduation. Colleges don't care if you're one credit short or half a credit short. They just they just want to know that you actually graduated. And, and since she didn't, she ain't getting into college. Quote, it's not my fault. I did nothing but come to school, learn, get my diploma, and go off to college to better myself, Tatum said. I want to continue to better myself, but they're holding me back, and I don't appreciate that. I don't, and I need them to fix it. She said the school district suggested that Tatum get her GED, but she doesn't think that that's fair. Tatum is hoping this can somehow get resolved soon, and she can move on with her goddamn life. I would sue the school district. She just needs a good lawyer. I, the threat of suing it would be enough, right? If you if you threaten to sue for, like, all of the college you're missing out on because of, of their fuck up, all the money you spent in high school that was worthless, I don't know, you could come up with some bullshit lawsuit that would scare them. I bet this will be resolved soon. I hope it will. I mean, it could happen to you. It could happen to me. Uh, all right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Yada. You know all the ways to contact me, right? All right, let's uh, just do a couple real quick patron calls and then we'll do some regular voicemails and call it a week, man. Hey, Timothy. It's Meowness. Hey, Meowness. Um, so you played a news story or you had a news story that, uh, earlier this week about. Um, or it was a sorry, it was a clip of uh, someone getting her 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 mouth stapled shut, and then the, her pussy lips were getting stapled shut. Yes, and uh, I'm surprised that you hadn't come across this a long time ago, or maybe you hadn't. You just don't remember. But Madge Weinstein and Cheryl Murkowski had done a duo uh, video song where. It was uh, it was a parody of if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Oh but yeah. She, she would go if you're prolapsed and you know what staple your layups. If you're prolapsed and you know what staple your layups. 
if you're I do remember that song now that you now that you mentioned it. Collapse and you know it. And your ass God, those bitches were dumb. Come to truly show it. If you're prolapsed and you know it, staple your layups. And it would just it, it didn't show Cheryl Mulkowski because you know we all question whether she's even real. But it would show it was showing Madge Weinstein at the at the at her desk. Just clapping along. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yes, I, I bet you you can still find that on YouTube somewhere. Maybe uh, over there at Yeast Radio. Sammy Boo, it's Twink Toilet, um, calling in from today's sideshow um, where you played the, uh, the the diabetic porn guy, or, which is weird. But anyway, I wanted to say if there's any new listeners that don't have any calling names. Uh, Magabater and Low Sugar Masturbator are both fantastic. <laughs> low Sugar Masturbator calling in. Oh, that is a great name. Yeah. Oh, we also featured uh, that. That's the, he just brought this up. Uh, a Trump supporter masturbating, uh, and he wants to be humiliated by liberals. People should get on that. He played that. As um, <laughs> also, uh, that Putinari guy. Um, I looked him up because I couldn't believe the stuff you're playing. He's not my type, a little too white for me, but um, he should consider just coming out just full on gay because he's definitely in, he, like, I mean, he's like the boss. Like, I'm not trying to like <laughs> pink shame or whatever, but he's gay, right? he's gay, or and he's gay. a bottom. Okay, thank you, <laughs> thank you very much. I'll pass that on to him. It's something you know he really should need to know. Ah, this is Sideshow Freak Stupid. And I just realized something. You know, we talk about maid and all that, but how does he feel about having an alcohol for a name? Since oh, he's yeah. against alcohol being all Christian and shit. I love mead. Someone else, I think, mentioned that because it, it got us on the topic of mead, and I like I like that place in Columbus, Brother Drake's Mead Meadery, and then someone called in and was like, "Oh my God." You, I, I was just there recently. Hello, you remember that? Oh, hello. Uh, hey, I'm calling you on May 12th, 2023, and I'm sure that date has significance to you. Mm, May 12th. Um, I'm sure you're getting this, like, sometime next year. But, Does this have something to do with that goddamn bidet? Uh, <laughs> I'm just calling to um, commiserate over the fact that um, I was able to download Zelda this morning and then... Then I played it for four hours, and I don't even really play games. I think they're stupid mostly. But fuck me. Um, oh, th- I guess this was the Zelda's release this date. going to be a problem for my adult productivity for sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, just wanted to report that I'm, I'm still playing it. I, I mean, I haven't. I, I kind of have taken a break, not because I want to, just because I've been so busy. You know what a uh, rich, rewarding life I have. Just, uh, constantly on the go. Uh, for some reason, I haven't had time to play Zelda too much. Um, but for those of you that do care about my progress. I have uh, conquered all of the temples. I got all my dopey-ass companions, including the robot or mech unit or whatever we're calling it, Gundam, which is like the worst companion, by the way. It's the last one you, you get. It's like the secret one. Oh, spoilers. Sorry. But, you know, it's just fucking slow and clunky and who the fuck cares? All the companions are. Is that what they're called? Companions? Can't even remember. 
Uh, they're all annoying in their own special way, constantly getting in the way. Most of the time I have them dismissed, except for the one that blows you. Tulin, I think his name is Tulin. You know, he creates the gust of wind and helps you fly, even though he fucks shit up all the time, too, whenever I'm trying to pick up something. It's the same button, right? You, you press the button, it's like, woo! Oh, that noise is so annoying. Woo! And then it just blows whatever you're trying to pick up away. Anyway, main story-wise, I'm ready to go after Ganon, but I'm holding off. I'm doing side missions and just dicking around, trying to prolong this. I'm hoping in the coming months, a uh, like a, like some cool DLC will be announced. And I'm hoping the DLC will be like, uh, they're going to add a bunch of like Sky Islands. There weren't enough Sky Islands. That was like a huge selling point, right? That's all they talked about. Prior to the launch of the game. I know they really wanted to keep a lot of it secret, but I just feel like there wasn't enough stuff in the sky. That's that's my hope for uh, DLC. All right. Uh, thank you for all of the voicemails. Keep them coming. It's all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. I, I do not have to have a driver's license to drive a car. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the program. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like, wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I'll be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.